This podcast is brought to you by Hypno Mom and Isla. Well, welcome everybody. This is the second episode of the podcast Hypno Mom and Isla, and um, we're very glad to be doing this. We had a lot of wonderful responses from the first podcast, so we're very excited to continue. And today's topic is what is hypnosis? We thought, well, that's a nice place to start. Uh, welcome, Ina. How are you feeling today? Oh, I could call you mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Mom, how are you feeling today? I'm, I'm delightful. I'm happy to be here again. Okay. Talk about my favorite subject. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're going to talk about your favorite subject. So we're going to talk about what is hypnosis. And let's start with the, the hyper expert. Mom, what is hypnosis according to you? Hypnosis is basically a shift from the analytical thinking to the more feeling thinking the feeling mind so and um, to give you an example if you go to the cinema you can go to the cinema being very analytical do i have a a good seat Um, is there not nobody sitting in front of me that takes my view and all these thoughts can go through your mind is the movie interesting the moment the movie starts and you are going to watch it in an emotional mode you you forget that you are in the cinema everything falls away you can think you can eat you can talk and the moment the movie is finished you think "Ah, oh i was here so that is your feeling mind when you are in the cinema you are basically in a form of hypnosis but imagine if you are sitting right next to the director of the movie and he starts uh, talking to you oh i should have taken another actress for that scene oh the lightning is not good then you are taken out of the movie out of the experience so that is one of the ways I explain hypnosis to people. Yeah, and uh, that is a beautiful way to explain it. I've actually had uh, clients uh, and I've done um, uh, presentations to groups that I was a part of and I use this metaphor to explain people what is hypnosis. And often people tell me, yeah, when when you explain it to me like that, Yeah, it made a lot of sense to me. So I think it's a very nice way to uh, explain what hypnosis is. But just before we started recording, you were also mentioning that, you know, actually there is not one definition of hypnosis that we all agree on. So there are many definitions of hypnosis. Do you want to maybe say a little bit more about that? Uh, Yes, um, there there are a couple of different um, definitions. And also the basis for what is hypnosis is still under research. So the research is on a high level. So in a couple of years, perhaps we have a more general definition for that. At the moment, we work with the definition of Dave Elman. He is one of the founders of modern hypnosis and that is the the founder that we are following in our trainings institute what does he say that hypnosis is basically it is the passing of the critical factor 
of the conscious mind through which acceptable ideas and suggestions can be established. And that is a very interesting definition. And uh, you were talking about this right away. You do not need to be in trance to accept a hypnotic suggestion, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think when people think about hypnosis, like uh, most people will have learned about hypnosis through show and also videos and cartoons. So everybody has this intuitive idea what hypnosis is. You grow up with these images. So these images are when somebody is hypnotized, you know, you see them like this and it seems like they're under control of another human being. And it seems to be some sort of trend state where the person is not there or where the person is yeah uh sleeping maybe and actually when i started working with hypnosis what i realized is that hypnosis is not trance and yes when we work with clients we actually use trance to make the hypnosis happen and that is what you said the definition of dave elman where you want to uh bring these selective suggestions in the in the in the uh, subconscious mind and just to give an example of this because i can imagine that for people who are new to this subject like okay what are suggestions and what does it mean if a suggestion is is in the subconscious mind um so a suggestion is like it, it can be anything it can be an idea you have about yourself like uh, i'm good or i eat healthy like these are the ideas that we have about ourselves and uh, when we have an idea established in the subconscious mind what tends to happen is that that is going to be realized. So if you have the idea about yourself, I'm a good person, then you somehow all the situations that you have in your life, you see them through that lens, like, oh, that person is nice to me. Yeah, because I'm a nice person. But the other way around, if subconsciously you have the idea about yourself, I am a bad person, or there is something wrong with me, you will see the world through that lens. So you know, somebody's rude to you and deep down you feel, yeah, well, I'm also a bad person, so I deserve it. Um, and uh, what we want to do with therapy is basically if someone has that idea about themselves, it also influences how they feel. And what we want to do is we want to change that idea and plant in inside of the in subconscious mind the idea, hey, you are a worthy person, you, you matter, you know, you have self-worth. And when you have that idea about yourself, from the inside, um, it starts changing the way you feel, it starts changing the way you see the world. And it's it, it can be a small shift, but it can change everything. So, and what I always like how you explain it is in the way of explaining the mind as a computer. Okay, yeah. Because I think that, that makes, that can help to understand how does it work with these suggestions? How do they, yeah, what happens actually? So maybe you can explain a little bit more about that. Well, you could say when a child is born and it, of course, uh, I mean it positive. I do not want to um, diminish the value of a baby, but let's say as a comparison, you could compare a new baby with a new computer just out of the box. And that is a beautiful comparison to understand hypnosis because a new computer out of the box it has of course the um the, the programs that run automatically and the computer system 
that is already pre-installed, like with the baby. So many things are there naturally, crying, feeling hungry, the, um, all the, the, the food can pass and it is processed and everything. That is a, a natural given from the process um, of uh, grown into the womb. But then after birth and in fact already in the womb, the child gets impressions of the environment. And after birth, it gets suggestions from the environment. So and that is the moment that programs are installed. That is when the parents are teaching, this is good, this is bad. But what can be damaging is you are bad, you are naughty. It is important to realize that a child from zero to seven doesn't think critically. Basically, you could say they are in a state of hypnosis because they don't, do not have the critical faculty, faculty working yet. So that means that suggestions can enter without any resistance. So um, it's very easy to give a direction to a very young child and that can be for the good, but sometimes it can be for the bad. And also you have to take into account that life is life. And while we are growing up, we have bumps on the road. So we have our bumps we stumble into and I don't think it's a bad thing because bumps teach us to develop, to grow out of things. But if you look at this computer, when a child grows up with very negative parents, and of course a child must have boundaries. You cannot always tell you are perfect and everything because you a child needs to learn that there is a freedom, but the freedom stops when you enter in somebody else's freedom. So you have to take into account that there are other people. So I'm not proposing a life without boundaries, but a child that only hears in when it's young, you are naughty, you are bad. That is like a hypnotic programming. It is a program that can run. And when that program still runs at adulthood, it can cause all kinds of addictions like uh, um, smoking, drinking, drugs and everything when it is a severe programming from the youth. I'm not talking about when it is very normal. And it's like with a computer, when you have a certain programming for text processing or for calculating, that program is running because that you did install in order to have another text processing programming or um, uh, other uh, drawing programming or whatever, you need to install a new programming. And with the human mind, you really need to delete the programming I'm worthless, I'm bad, I'm good for nothing and replace that with a new kind of feeling like 
I'm valuable, I have self-esteem, I'm worthy of being alive. And that is the beauty of our work that we can, that in, in, in fact, we have techniques who can beautifully guide our clients into this process. What is important to notice, we do not have the power to change things, to make persons, another person having another character. And that is sometimes a question people are asking me. Will I be changed afterwards? And do you change me? No, I always say, I help you to remove the things that are no longer of value. And I sometimes call it the mud that was thrown upon you so that you become more the person you are really yourself. Well, yeah. long answer, Ayla. <laughs> yeah, and what we sometimes also say is like, we don't hypnotize, we dehypnotize. Because if you look at it this way, where a child is born and a child is innocent, right? Is there, you know, a child is, is just one bundle of feelings and emotions and just being. And then uh, the programming happens because of the experiences, because of the suggestions other people give, because of the suggestions that society also puts there i i have this new example that i i use to tell the clients that you know when you're born it's like uh the 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 law of your life is written like you get all these identities like boy uh uh dutch person uh african person it can be any sort of identity but let's take the identity of say a girl and it changes so much in your life actually because if you go to a perfume shop, you know, it determines which side you're going to walk. It will determine that you're going to walk to the side with probably a lot of pink labels, the female scent. Whereas in reality, you know, maybe you like a male scent, but your, your, your behavior is already stirred from that early programming. So what we do is we dehypnotize and not to worry, we're not going to take away your gender or anything. Although there are uh, people nowadays that, ident that don't identify with one gender. Did you know this, mom? Yes, of course. There's a <laughs> lot of information nowadays, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's really uh, interesting. And uh, I, I uh, follow a lot of uh, people on TikTok and it's very interesting that the people want to be addressed differently, not in he, she, but in they or even it. So um, the, pro the societal programming is already changing, I guess, in that regard. <laughs> but let's go back to the topic of this um, this podcast. What is hypnosis? Uh, so yeah, uh, I always what I would like to say is that uh, hypnosis is all around. Everything is hypnosis. Basically, if you look at suggestion, when you are born, you start getting suggestions, and because you have no resistance, those suggestions enter your mind so easily. And when you get older, it's very difficult to crawl back to the moment you were a child. Do I agree with all suggestions that were given when I was a child? But your view on the world is determined. So, for instance, uh, if I look at, um, at, uh, at other cultures, they have complete other ideas because it is from centuries. We, we are not so very original in our idea. It's already formed. There's already a cask around the way we think. So it's 
difficult to think out of the box because so many things are already a given before you start thinking. Yes. So, and that's interesting to think about because how much are we molded through the generations, the way our parents were raised, their parents, etc. So yeah. we are not value free at this moment. History um, is, is very important in this regards. Yeah, that's true. Very, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, I always think about uh, a client's, a client's his personal history. But in fact, you can take it broader and you can take it back in the family lineage, but also in the culture. And there's so many aspects at, at play. Um, so we are very interested in this topic as might come across right now because uh, <laughs> we're going <laughs> everywhere. Um, yeah, think, so just to, I, to think think it would, I think it would be interesting to talk about the critical factor. Yeah, because um, mm -hmm. that explains hypnosis a, a bit better. And um, the critical factor is basically when you are this, um, we, we talk back about the baby, the computer and everything. When, when you are this new baby or this computer out of the box, then uh, you do not have a critical factor. So that means that all information enters very easily. So if your mother is starting to explain that snow is beautifully purple, you accept it. Only when you get uh, at the primary school and all the children start talking about white snow, you are in a bit problem. Perhaps your mother had a color blindness or so, but you see something is wrong. We all accept white snow, a blue sky, uh, a black night, um, a round ball. When people start talking about a square ball, it hits your critical factor because you think, hmm, that's not in my subconscious mind. So now how does this critical factor works from zero to about seven years and this critical factor is building up. And basically it is how much information is on the hard disk in the computer. And if there is a lot of data, oh, now I can start comparing. Is it there inside already or is it not inside? Once it's inside and the new information is something different, throw it away. I don't know it. If it is the same, it is allowed to pass, just like a firewall in the computer. And so you see when a person uh, starts smoking, then a new program is entered in the computer. And we are, we are going to have uh, one of our podcasts on smoking because there is a lot to talk about, I think. Yes. <laughs> but then you have that, that program like, I'm already smoking, give me a break. Do I have to change so much? So the suggestion for being a non-smoker is not easily accepted. And once it's, it's accepted and still the old program is running, it's easily rejected after a week, after two weeks, after a month. Um, so because there's already an old program running. Yeah. And that is basically the critical factor. What happens in hypnosis? In hypnosis, the critical factor can be bypassed more easily. 
but it's not only through hypnosis then the crit that the critical factor can be bypassed it's also through author authority fear and i think the critical factor we could have a whole can, podcast on it because can i give a I give an example of this because i have a beautiful yeah. example because yeah. i uh, went for um my license one and a half year ago and i had a authoritative uh instructor and i uh, get a little bit scared uh with authority especially when they raise their voice and there was this crossing and once he would really i i made him an error over there and I, and he he got a little bit upset with me about that so that caused me to get into a stress response so you have two aspects here there's an emotion present in me and he is an authority because he is my driving instructor so that bypasses the critical faculty and to explain you what happened every time because it was a crossing close to my house every time i would come close to that crossing there was this thought in my mind oh i always make a mistake here and what would happen is that i would make the exact same mistake again and again like a hypnotic program oh i'm always making a mistake here so these are actually things you can already you know you don't need formal trans hypnosis to change this you can become aware of it and start talking differently to yourself oh from now on i'm going to do it right over here so then the second example uh, i have my driving license congratulations to me and i'm sitting in the car next to you hypnomom i don't know if you remember this but close to our house we have to make a left turn and in the Netherlands, the rule is if you uh, come off the street, you have to give the uh, the way for the, the pedestrians that are crossing the path. So I was not aware of that rule. Well, somewhere must have been, but I didn't follow the rule. And you made a very gentle remark to me that, hey, Ayla, uh, next time the rule is like this. And now every time <laughs> that I enter that place, the suggestion comes like, hey, check if there are pedestrians over here. So there was no trans hypnosis, but uh, there was a, a, a suggestion that passed into my brain. So just to give an example how hypnosis, if you follow the definition of selective thinking that gets established in the subconscious mind, it happens every day. So unfortunately, I gave a very positive suggestion. That's really the way to do it, isn't it? Yes, and you are also obviously an authority because one, you're my mom. <laughs> I still listen to you. And two, uh, you, you're also my teacher, uh, my hypnosis teacher. So yeah, that also uh, passed as a suggestion. I think driving is in itself also a very interesting topic for a podcast because I think driving instructors should also become hypnosis instructors or not instructors, hypnosis therapies, therapists, because I, I can so imagine that on the road, a lot of emotion comes up you have road rage, <laughs> you have people who are extremely scared in the car. And uh, because you sort of, with the car instructor, you constantly follow the instructor, the suggestions. He will say, okay, go left. He will say, do this, do that. And once you follow someone's instructions, your subconscious mind starts taking over. So if the instructor starts saying things like, hey, you're not doing a good job, that also enters your subconscious mind. So. I think that's uh, maybe a market that's unexplored. <laughs> yeah, actually, we already had uh, three or more uh, instructors in our class. And they work uh, then specifically with people who have fear. 
in yeah. the car and it might come through this type of experience because you meet instructors and they really think they are going, doing a very good job by being so forceful because they want to have safe drivers. But depending on the type of, of uh, customers, it can just have the opposite effect and that you have very scared people who are very negatively programmed and have fear to drive. So Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so did we cover all bases about what is hypnosis? Well, we covered a lot. I'm sure we didn't cover everything, but yeah. it, I think it's very important for people to realize that hypnosis is very natural and that knowledge about hypnosis can also be a protection for waking hypnosis. And waking hypnosis is what are... Uh, uh, what um, I'm lost of my words, but like uh, it is it, waking hypnosis is used all around us in advertising, marketing, politics, and it's not always with the very good intentions. So the better you are aware of, is this a suggestion I want to follow? Uh, do I follow it because of fear or do I follow it because I, my real intention is there? I think that's very valuable, this knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. And I can also imagine that uh, people who are listening might have questions or might have some things that are unclear. And I would really like to invite you. It would really excite us, actually, that if you have a question about something that you just uh, let us know and then we can uh, come back to it in our next podcast. That's an excellent idea. Do yes. we already know the topic for our next uh, podcast? Let me have a look. Oh, it doesn't work. No, we'll we'll have to figure that out, Ayla. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it will come. <laughs> it will come. There's so much to talk about. If you have something you want to know more about, please let us know. We are very open for ideas and suggestions. Mom, it was an absolute joy again. Uh, I talk to you again in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Yes. And um, everybody watching, listening, yeah, that's perhaps interesting to say. Uh, we publish on Facebook, Instagram. We publish Spotify. on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, the hypnosis community. That's always good to know. We have a Dutch hypnosiscommunity.nl and an English hypnosiscommunity.nl where you can listen to free hypnosis audios, watch... Um, uh, films uh, there is a lot to do there's an interactive group so we would love to see you there yes couldn't have said it better myself okay thank you bye thank you bye bye <laughs>